Hey everyone, this is the M and Mom podcast. I'm M. I'm Mom. And we're just here. We're mother daughter. You know who we are. We're actually together today. Yeah, I surprised my mommy. I came, I got three days off of work in a row, which actually never happens to me. And I decided to surprise my mommy because she had a crap week. Yes, I had a horrible week at work. There was kind of a crisis that happened, and I work in a high school counseling office. Um, So it was just kind of a very sad and overwhelming week for me. And I was cooking dinner, and I looked up, and she was pulling in the driveway. (laughs) It was quite the surprise. Yeah, so we're together. Yay! Um, We're not medical professionals, but we have a lot of experience with diet culture and eating disorder recovery, so we're just talking about our experiences. Absolutely. Um, today, I'm distracted by my sweater. Um, today we are talking about why calories on menus are harmful. Um, especially to people with eating disorders or going through eating disorder recovery or someone who's struggling with disordered eating, anything of that realm. Or, um, like even... People who aren't going through those things, it can honestly be pretty harmful either way. Right. Um, The reason this topic came up is because on Emily's college campus, she, they have been doing some renovations to their, like, what I would call their food court. Like It's like in in our student center. Yeah. Like in their food court. So the food court has been closed... For a couple of months. And they've just reopened. uh, After the construction. And with the reopening. They have included. All of the calories. On the big huge menu boards. That are hanging on the wall. Above your choices. Yeah also. Okay. This place is. Called Freshens. Look it up. But it's like. It's promoting, like, clean eating and healthy eating and stuff like that. So, it's literally showing that, like, these are the only good foods you can eat um, in order to be healthy. And, like, I was telling mom and I was, like, there's, like, pictures of, like, apples and spinach and really thin people going on runs. And, like, there's words that say like eat clean everywhere and like fresh and while like some of those things are true like I don't like the term clean eating and I don't like the term like eating healthy only if it's like fresh foods and I don't know well eating healthy and like Eating, quote, healthy, quote, unquote, healthy, is what got you into the right. place and where you also, were. And also, orthorexia is super common, which is, according to National Eating Disorder Association, is like the obsession of being healthy. 
obsession of healthy eating and yeah uh, yeah right so and all of these signs of like the apples and salads and skinny people and calories are right next to chick-fil-a chick-fil-a which has also listed the calories and also those are like the only two restaurants that we have in our student center now like we used to have four and now those are the only two ones and what were the four before it so was, was Chick-fil-A. It was the pizza place. It was um, like a Subway type thing. And then like rice bowls, which we actually still have. And like sushi. So now you have... So before you had Chick-fil-A, the pizza place. Subs. Subs. And... Like sushi and rice bowls. Okay. Wasn't there a Mexican something there that, at some point? That, that it went was away a long time year. ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then now they have the Chick-fil-A, the Fresh Place, and, like, and the, these, like, to-go rice bowls. Okay. And they're, like, like, teriyaki chicken, orange chicken, and then we have, like, sushi and stuff, which right. I usually get just because they're super quick and right. easy. Um, and they're, like, pre-packaged. Right. Um, so, I mean, it's, like... An insane contrast where, like, on the freshen side, it's, like, totally green, and they have these pictures of, like, skinny people running, and then on the other side, it's Chick-fil-A, which is, like, quote-unquote bad food in our society because everything's fried and it's not quote-unquote fresh, which is, like, stupid and, um... And I just think that's, like, so harmful, especially to a college campus where, like, people aren't educated in eating disorders and diet culture. And also a lot of people are, like, going through disordered eating, bad body image, excessive exercise, and eating disorders in college. Like, college is... Adolescents and college are, like, the most common times to get an eating disorder. Right, but they're not the only times. But not the, they're not the only times. Right. Um, and no wonder why, because my college is literally... Promoting pres- it. Promoting it. Right. <laughs> and also, if I were still in my eating disorder, of course I would only go to Freshens and only get the like lowest calorie item. Right. And And a lot of people are probably doing that right right. now. And I feel like in recovery, like, we know which restaurants have calories on the menu. Mm -hmm. So, like, for breakfast, we know Bob Evans posts calories. Mm -hmm. We know that Cracker Barrel does not. So, as a family, like, we choose to go to Cracker Barrel because it is... Not even that, but just, like, a diner. Right. Or a diner or whatever. We choose to go somewhere... That is not Bob Evans for breakfast because Bob Evans was unsafe for her. Mm-hmm. But this is her main eating space. Literally, like, like, it is right across the art building and I'm an art major. So, like, this is where I eat all the time. At her college campus, there are two places to eat. The dining hall. And the student center. And the student center. I guess they do have that little restaurant. There's, like, a sandwich place in our library. 
now, but it's far from me, and it also takes a lot of time, so I don't go there. But that's a good place because they don't have calories. Right. Right. But anyways, this is one of the only places that is offered for her to eat. Mm -hmm. And it is now an unsafe place for people in the eating disorder literally space it's so unsafe and it's so toxic and it's even like and harmful and it can be harmful for someone that doesn't even have an eating disorder right like one of my friends literally told me that she was like looking at the calories and she decided not to get a sandwich because it had the most calories on the menu. And she like she's she's experienced disordered eating, but like like that's just like someone who wanted to get something and then decided not to because there were calories on the menu. Like right. that's what we're talking about. We're talking right. about how it's literally affecting people from choosing what they want and having people feel guilty when they do choose what they want. And it's this constant cycle. Right. And even for someone that isn't currently in the eating disorder space or eating disorder recovery space, this is exactly how Emily's eating disorder started. Literally. Because she started with like, oh, I'm just going to eat healthy. And then like that turned into calorie a calorie counting, like, my fitness pal apps and all of the things and so like i would only go to restaurants that would have calories on them right um and uh, so now people on my college campus who are dealing with what i dealt with and i'm still dealing with have that full opportunity ahead of them right to do so um so it's just really dangerous and I wanted to do an episode on this because like mom said like this is literally the place where I get my food on campus other than like my own cooking um because I live in an apartment but but you are required you do live in an apartment but you they mandate that you have a meal plan yeah yeah my university I'm just gonna say it this is Taylor University because they need to um change this stuff and also i'm not swearing in it in this podcast for that reason um but my college campus makes every student pay for a meal plan even if you're living off campus so i am paying for a meal plan and when my place where i get my food is very harmful to me is not okay. Right. And, and it's disappointing to me, too, because I had had conversations with many uh, members of university administration because there were issues with food service last year, which have been resolved. And the people that I worked with were phenomenal. And I am so grateful for and all also, of them. Yeah, but, and also my, Taylor University is such a good university and my professors are amazing. But I, me and mom are recording this just because this is something that they do need to work on. And right. it is something that is harmful to their students. Right. And, but I spent all last year discussing how harmful 
the food service practices were to students with eating disorders. For sure. And there were so many changes made and things had improved greatly. And I thought that I had kind of helped along in the process of supporting, of the food service department supporting students with eating disorders. And then this happens. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't think they heard anything that I was saying. And also, like... Hello, eating disorders are, like, the second highest mortality rate of any mental illness. And, like, so many people have eating disorders. Like, and they're... Like, people that you don't even think would right. do. And Taylor has a lot of varsity athletics. Mm-hmm. And 45% of females that participate in athletics have an eating Mm -hmm. disorder 20% of males that participate in athletics have an eating disorder so I mean like that right there how many Taylor students are athletes most of my friends are athletes right right and so then when you look at that percentage and then there are you know I I don't know the research offhand but I think they said I think I don't know, don't quote me on this, but I thought it was like one in four females have issues with disordered eating. Uh, Yeah. And then like, I don't know how, it's lower for males, but males are still. Also, it's, males still have eating disorders. But unfortunately in our society, men are taught to like not talk about what they're going through so like I personally don't know of a lot of men in my life who are going through eating disorders probably just because they aren't telling me right but it's so common right absolutely but even like Taylor that's one thing I love about Taylor is that they they are intentional about forming very small communities for sure but in the small communities that you were involved with you know at least five people. Oh, for sure. That have experience with eating disorders. Yeah. And those are just the ones I know about. Right. So imagine, like, how many people on this college campus are struggling. And now the stew is just an open fire. Right. Right. And it it, it really, really, really sucks. Um, and I went... For the first time with my friends, and I got what I wanted, even though I saw the calories, and it was, like, one of the most calories on the menu, and I got it anyways, and... But you texted me about it. But I texted my mom about it. And you said, I got the highest calorie thing. Yeah. And I feel really guilty. it was... This is so hard not to swear. But it was a sandwich. Like, a freaking sandwich. Yeah. That is so normal to eat. I mean, anything is normal to eat, but a sandwich? Are you kidding right. me? Right. And then also, like, I mean, I'm not going to this place at all. Like, I'm protesting against it just because... So when are, where are you going to eat? Uh, well, I am eating at Zondi's and then... Okay, we don't have to talk about this now. <laughs> but I just... But that's another concern because now my daughter has no place to eat. Like... I am paying for a meal plan, and you are not eating. Right. And you have history with eating disorders, which means that you're like... And the reason why I'm not going is because it's incredibly harmful for me. Right. And I don't want to look at the fucking... 
the freaking calories on the menu. And also, it's literally on TV, so you cannot... You can't... Like, you can't ignore it. Like, there's no way to avoid it. So tell me, like, when you go in there, what does your eating... What... Does your eating disorder voice say to you? It always says to go with the lowest. But like, what is the lowest calorie item? Talk about like what goes on in your head, like when you walk in there. I mean, automatically, it's hard for me to choose meals, like even on my own. Right. So when I was there, like I was even talking out loud to my friends, and I was like, I don't know if I should get a salad or a rice bowl or a sandwich or, like. The calories on this menu are on here, so it's making me even more anxious. Like, my heart was palpitating, and I was like, should I just get a smoothie, or should I get what I actually want? And I got a sandwich, and I felt guilty later in the night. Well, I didn't hear, misworded. I felt hungry later in the night, and I felt really guilty for that because I was like, well, I have the highest calorie item, so why the fuck am I... Hungry. Right. So your voice, because immediately, like, you sent me a photo of the, like, thing. Yeah, I posted it on my story and our podcast story on Instagram, and I tagged the Taylor Dining Hall, and they looked at it, and they didn't even respond. And I posted it on an eating disorder mom website and I've gotten hundreds of likes. Yeah. Um and a hundred and comments of just like this is harmful. Like how so could they be harmful doing this? at a freaking college. Right. Are you kidding me? Right. This is and also like Taylor is a place where community is like so incredible and it's the main reason why me and most of the students chose this college. Like the community at Taylor is amazing. But when, like, the community that I'm in is harmful to me, why am I paying to be here? You know what I mean? Or, like, why am I paying to have my meal plan here? And why do I have to pay? Right. Um, so just very frustrating. And I hope that people at Taylor hear this podcast and um, really think about not putting calories on a menu because it is so easy to delete delete, delete, delete some text. Right. Yeah, I want to talk about, I I think I want to talk about how this impacts someone with an eating disorder. Yeah, we can do that. So, like, So, that was, like, our anger and frustration part. Now we can talk about, like, how this is actually harmful. Right. So, like, when you walk into a place... That now has the calories posted on huge TVs. Like, just walk me through what your brain says. I thought I already did that. Okay. So, but, like, I feel like it does more than that. Because, like, you were, like, texting me, like, oh, my gosh, I had a sandwich. How could I have eaten a sandwich? It was the highest calorie thing. You know what I mean? And then, like, don't doesn't don't you like then be like oh my gosh now I need to go exercise or you know what I mean like do you have like constant thoughts that are triggered are you like how are you triggered um 
I think I was triggered because I felt hungry afterwards. Like, I I think on my when my eating disorder voice is really high, that would happen. But my eating disorder voice wasn't high because I saw the calories and I was like, fuck this. Right. Um, because you're four and a half years into recovery. Because I'm four and a half years into recovery. Right. And you have the capability to do that. And I have the capability that. Of do that, to do that. But so many people on this campus are actually going through eating disorders, like the depths right, right now, or super early into recovery. Right. And they wouldn't be able to do that. Right. Um, right. And also, another harmful thing is that a smoothie counts as a meal. Oh, like a, a meal swipe? Yeah. So you can get a smoothie with a side, and that's your meal. Ooh. Which is right. Oh my gosh. Um, so that's even more harmful because how many people who are going through eating disorders will do that? And believe that then the smoothie is their meal. Right. And then like if they have an actual meal, oh my gosh, if a smoothie's a meal, how could I eat like Chick-fil-A? Right. Mm-hmm. And then like what happens when Or not even Chick-fil-A, but what if I what happens when I eat an actual meal that I need to fuel my body. Right. Then your brain will be like, well, if they say that a smoothie's a meal, then why did I eat a sandwich and chips and a side of fruit? Right. And now what did that what will that do to my body? Right. Like I I wish that people understood like the anxiety that goes along with eating disorders There's and food. So like it is a mental illness. It's the only thing that goes on in your mind. Right. It's a mental illness. It's a mental illness. And the anxiety, like there are mental illnesses for so many things, but for eating disorders, the anxiety is food. Like literally. Food is like and also, when you have an eating disorder, you're, like, in all aspects out of control, but the eating disorder feels like you are in control. And, like, um, Jennifer Rollin, she's on Instagram, but she has this quote, and she says, an eating disorder is like a blanket. And it's so comforting, but you can never take it off. Um, And that quote just, like, resonates with me a lot because, like, the eating disorder is so comforting because you're like, wow, I actually have, like, self-control. Like, this is incredible. Um, But in reality, you're, like, losing control. Um, And since it's an actual mental illness, it's even harder to, like, take that blanket off. And right, to, like, it's take like that comfort off. Suffocating. It's suffocating. Right. Um, and so, I'm, and also, like, I said, when I was there with my friends, like, I still had those voices in my head, and I was, like, not even, like, my eating disorder voice wasn't even high at that moment. Right. And I was still, like, going in between things. And right. Like, and your heart was racing. And my heart and you was were racing. Anxious. And I was anxious. And you were texting me afterwards because right. you ate a sandwich. Right. I mean, you shouldn't be guilty for eating a sandwich. And I'm four and a half years into recovery. Right. Right. Um, yeah. 
this is so frustrating. I like my goal, I want to and like after we record this podcast, I will be I had a horrible week at work, but I will be contacting the food service oh, department. Oh, I will too. Are you yeah. kidding? Um but there's just so many things that go on in someone with an eating disorder, like in their head when they see a calorie. Like we talked about, it can start calorie counting, which starts and like their whole like shtick with this fresh thing is that like it's clean and all of this stuff. And that can like totally start someone down. That's orthorexia. It is. That's straight up orthorexia. Right. Right. Um, It can also like seeing calories can also like cause someone to go for like the lowest calorie item. Instead of what they actually want. Instead of actually what they actually want. It can cause someone to like feel guilt if they eat the highest calorie item or feel guilt like if they eat an actual appropriate meal like if they go across the aisle to chick-fil-a and get a sandwich and fries and a pop that is adequate nutrition right but the calories are on the chick-fil-a thing too so they're gonna look at the chick-fil-a thing and then glance back over the tvs at the fresh place and it just leads one, it's going to lead to restriction. Absolutely. Because people are restricting based on the calorie counts. They're looking at the sandwich or the Chick-fil-A and they're like, I cannot eat that. I need to eat a smoothie. A smoothie. Or I need to eat the whatever, the salad or whatever is the lowest calorie option. And then if they give in, quote, give in and eat something that isn't the lowest calorie, it's going to lead to purging. So people will either purge. Which is because of guilt. Right, because of guilt. So the guilt will be there. And then they're either going to purge via compulsive exercise or they're going to purge via throwing up. But then Mm -hmm. it will also lead to binging. Mm -hmm. Because Because like if the voice in someone's head that binges is just like, well, I already screwed up today. Mm -hmm. I already ate the... The sandwich with the most calories, I might as well just say screw it and just like eat everything in my cabinet. Scientifically, when your body is restricting food, which will happen when you choose the lowest calories every time, your body is so hungry for the actual nutrition that it needs. And that's what leads to binging because you're not eating an adequate nutrition. Right. Um, right. Restriction is always, it's like binging is always the result of restriction. And also like, I love a mean salad when I'm in the mood for it. Absolutely. Um, Salads are great. And I just want to, I just want to say that like, I love a mean salad and I love a mean smoothie And I will eat these things when I'm in the mood for it. And these are not bad foods. But the bad thing that we are talking about is that people will only choose these things. And not because they are in the mood for it or because they want it, but because it has the lowest calories. 
Because they know it because has they the know lowest it has calories. The lowest calories. Um, and also, again, I think calories on any menu, not even at this college, um, can be super harmful because I lost my train of thought. Um, because, like, if... I, if there's not calories on a menu, then I know I'm going to, like, pick what I want and enjoy a meal with people. And that what I want may be a salad. Right. But if it has calories, then I'm going to pick that salad every time. Right. Even though if that and, won't su- um, sustain your cravings. Or nutrition. Right, right. And also... I've talked about this with my dietitian for four plus years. Um, she is literally the most educated human being I've ever met. So this is coming from a medical professional. But she says that no matter what the food is, if you eat it excessively, it is unhealthy. Because your body needs an incredible amount of nutrition because it's, like, the coolest thing ever. Um, so, it like, if you eat donuts for three meals every day for the rest of your life that's unhealthy but if you eat salads for three meals every day for the rest of your life that's also unhealthy and your body's not getting nutrition just as much as the donut right right um and a lot of people don't think about that and like your body needs so many things and when your body is healthy and, like, understands the communication of, like, hunger and fullness cues and what you're craving. Like, your body is so smart that it actually gives cues to you on what you are craving because your body actually needs that food. <coughs> right. That's why we have cravings. Our and that's body why is we smart have cravings. Um, right. So our body needs, like, so many different foods, like pasta and salads and sandwiches and Chick-fil-A and soup and pizza and like all of these cool foods that we have the opportunity to eat and our body needs all of those foods but with calories on a menu a person is not going to eat all of those foods absolutely they're going right someone that has disordered eating is not going to eat the foods that they are craving they're going to eat the foods that have the least amount of calories right um, right and also, like, I, as, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> as a person who's, like, gone through eating disorder recovery for four plus years, like, having calories on a menu is just, like, harder to enjoy food. And, right. like, food is something that we should enjoy. Like, Jesus literally gives you a seat at his table and he gives you freaking bread and wine are you kidding those are my two most favorite things in the world and but oh no you can't have bread because it has gluten and you're gluten free or you can't have bread because it's carbs or you can't have bread because it's too filling or you can't have bread because it's too many calories but like our lord literally would have meals with people eating bread right um Go ahead. I feel like this is, yeah, I feel like diet culture has such a play in this. Because even 
if someone does not have an eating disorder or eating disorder tendencies, diet culture is still going to encourage that person to eat the thing with the lowest calorie. Absolutely. And they don't even have experience with disordered eating or right. eating disorder or excessive exercise. They are a normal human being going through different things. Right. So they see that on the big, huge screen. And they're going to choose a lower calorie Right. Item. And the difference is <coughs> we can choose to boycott places that have calories on menus. And the only reason I'm doing that. still have places to eat. Right. And but the like, only reason I'm doing that is because it gives me fucking anxiety. Right. So, like, it's not because I'm angry, which I am, but it's because if I go there, then I'm going to be anxious, and I don't want to fucking do that. Right. And I know what to avoid because I've been in recovery for four plus years. Right. Right. And so, going to one of the only places on your campus that provides you food is harmful to you to be anxious. It's harmful. Right. To me. Right. Um, so yeah, we are talking about how frustrated we are because it is frustrating, but also we are talking about how this can be harmful for others and that's why it's so frustrating. Right. Um, because... And I feel like... Go ahead. I feel like I need to, like... Just scream and shout this from the mountaintops because, like, this is a company that has, like, a bunch of other colleges, like, on there, like... It's not just Taylor. Right. So, like, how many other colleges have dining halls and food court systems that are posting calories? Mm -hmm. And, like... I think it'd be so awesome to, okay, here's the first thing that I'm going to say. Our society automatically thinks that Freshens is healthy and Chick-fil-A is not healthy. Right. That's what our society says. But in reality, both of them are healthy because both of your body, because your body needs a whole variety of, fu- of foods in order oh my gosh. to fuel you your body. You need fat. You need sugar. Yeah. You need carbs. You need dairy. You need, like... Fruits and vegetables. You need every single... Right. every Your body needs all of those things to function. And, like, God created our body that way. Right. But people don't understand that because of the society we live in. Right. Um. So that's the first thing I'm saying. But the second thing I'm saying is the fact that this place has, like, clean, fresh, like, those words everywhere, and they have these pictures... Of, like, thin people running and exercising. Like, you know what? Heavier, bigger-bodied people run and exercise. Just as much. Right. If not more. Right. Because our society is fat-phobic. Right. And they are likely to excessive exercise because of that. Right. But even so, like, if you go to the Metro Park, you see people of all sizes. Right. Out there. And the like, gym. Yeah. And the dance studio. Right. And the yeah. basketball court. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's my point. Like, why are only skinny people on right. the photos? And so, while I believe that removing calories would be 
so incredible and less harmful. I believe that the other things, like those pictures or the words on the walls, need to be removed as well. Um, because, like, I hate, I fucking hate the word clean. But, like, those foods are good and Chick-fil-A is good and the rice bowls and sushi are good and all foods are good. Um, and it just seems in this food court at my student center that this is the only good option. Well, they've promoted it to be the only good option. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so harmful. Um, and also, fun fact, Eating Disorder Awareness Week is coming up um, at the end of February, at the end of this month. And... Um, I think that um I think that a lot of people don't even know when it is. Um but I think that specifically at this time at our college people need to know when it is and they need to be educated. Um just because this is more harmful than words can say. Like we can talk on this podcast about how much it frustrates us and how harmful it is, but like the person who is going through an eating disorder and, like, going through disordered eating are the ones, like, being harmed. Um, Right, and there are people that are not capable. They are not in a place. They are either deep in their eating disorder. Like, Emily was not safe to go to college her freshman year. Yeah, I mean, There are points in recovery where this is, like, detrimental and life-threatening to people. Absolutely, 100%. Um, and the fact that this is the main eating source on our campus, um, it's just incredibly dangerous. Yes, I agree. And, like, well, we have to pay for a meal plan because Taylor won't let me not have a meal plan or anyone of that matter. Um, so I make a lot of stuff in my apartment just because like I don't know how many calories are in it and I can make what I'm in the mood for um but I do want to eat meals at my college since I am paying for that um and when this is like the main source of food for me like I don't even want to go there because it's harmful to me right Let's just explain, like, Emily lives in an apartment on campus, which has a kitchen. Yeah. But living in the apartment on campus also requires that you have, like, either a 7 or 10 meal plan. Mm -hmm. So, Emily eats basically one meal a day. Mm -hmm. Like, on on campus. Yeah. Yeah. On campus. Um, so, yeah, I just, I really... I'm frustrated because I have been in recovery for a long time and this is still harming me. And I just, I know we're repeating this, but it's like so prominent, but there are literally so many people in the depths of their eating disorder or in early recovery or anything of that matter. And like, this is so harmful for them and they don't even know it. Right, because they think everything they're doing they think is everything fine. They're doing is fine. Emily spent a whole year thinking she was being healthy. She was literally dying. Mm-hmm. And th- she thought 
that eating all these clean and healthy foods and restricting to the lowest calorie was like things the best thing was I the best do. thing she could yeah. do. That's what people are going through. And even people that have never had disordered eating or have never had an eating disorder, these things are putting them in a position where they could start along that path. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. It is it is literally a door open to disordered eating. Right. An open wide swung door. Mm-hmm. Um which first of all shouldn't be happening anywhere but especially not on a college campus where this is our only source of food. Right. And also um like, a lot of state colleges have a bunch of, like, restaurants and places around them, but Taylor University is in the middle of fucking nowhere, and we don't have any places to eat around us. Um, so these seriously, like, our dining commons and our student center with these calorie menus, um, the student center has the calorie menus, um, are truly the only places where we are able to eat food. Um, and you are a senior. Yeah. There has never been a calorie on anything. Like, why did they all of a sudden well, decide with this? Chick-fil-A has had them. Yeah? Yeah. Is that just, like, a Chick-fil-A thing? Yeah, because Chick-fil-A is, like, a restaurant. Yeah. Um, which I still think that the calorie should be off. But... Right. Yeah. But, so why is it all of a sudden a thing? Renovation? Calorie? Right. And, like, we just had the sandwich place in our library be renovated, and that menu has no calories on it. Yay! Um, so, I think that that just needs to be followed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm frustrated, and a lot of people don't think this is a problem, because... They think clean eating is the best thing that can ever happen to them. Clean eating almost killed you. Yeah. Also, what the fuck is clean eating? And am I going to wash it with fucking dish soap? (sighs) I'm angry. Okay. And I do want to say one thing. Emily does go to a Christian college and they totally discourage swearing. But this is what I'm saying. When you watch your child die come close to death if being angry at diet culture and calories and all of that thing is going to get you on the way to still living on this earth Mm -hmm. then as a mom i am totally fine if she is angry and swearing so if the university Mm -hmm. has something to say about it Talk to me, because I've gone through a lot, Right. so I will just tell you my whole life story. And I will as well. So. And this is. And also, I really only swear if I'm frustrated. Right. If you're frustrated and angry as something that is not safe for you. This is something, your only food source is not safe. Mm -hmm. As it was last year as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah. All right. Well, Emily and I are going to change the world. We are going to fight. Yes, we freaking are, women. Until calories are removed from menus. Absolutely. So, here we go.
Yeah, and I just think that it's so harmful and no one thinks it is because of our society. Well, but I'm sure the food service department was like, oh my gosh, we're having this great because of diet culture. Right. Diet culture told them to do this. Right. And like, and may I also suggest that colleges have an eating disorder nutritionist on staff. Literally. If they had an eating disorder nutritionist. Or, like, eating disorder specialized therapist as well. Right. Like, one of each. Right. But if they had someone that had experience with eating disorders, this would have never happened. Yeah, none of this would have happened. Absolutely not. There would have been no way that any of this would have happened. Absolutely not. And, but that's a whole nother thing of when we talked about medical professionals, they do have a nutritionist on staff. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, just like with your nutritionist, Amy Good, they weren't properly they educated clean. on eating disorders. Yeah, she, she had to educate herself. Right, right. And that goes into a whole nother frustrating yeah. situation. So, Emily and I are just going to remain frustrated while we try to change the world. Yes, we are. And our frustrations are going to help us and change the world. Can I just state this for especially a Christian university? The Lord has told us to enjoy food at the table with people. Like, where Jesus saw community the, the most was at a table, was with meals with people, was at a table where conversation happenings happen and where food is eaten and like a shabbat dinner right before sabbath like literally all of these things are such celebration of food and and, community and community which is what taylor is known for and not once in the bible and i believe in my entire soul being heart mind everything um that the lord did not want us to count calories and like he did not want food to be numbers he just wanted food to be food our lord savior jesus christ father son and holy spirit never intended for numbers to go along with food or weight or macros or any of thing of that sort right so why is a christian university doing this right um And yeah, I just really encourage, like, first I encourage anyone at Taylor University or any college with calories or anything to listen to our podcast. And we have so many um, amazing, like, eating disorder therapists um, that we follow on Instagram. So please, or like, even people just going through eating disorders, not even therapists um, that we follow on Instagram. So please, please, please considering consider like not even following but looking at those pages but also um like god never intended for us to count calories or to have numbers around food he just wanted us to have a seat at the table with jesus and to have a community and that is not what is happening at taylor university right now um so yeah i just I really encourage the people in this dining services to really think on, like, what scripture says. And also, 
how harmful this is um, to many people and students. Um, I think that's what I'm going to end on. Right. Perfect. And not just students. There could be, like, adult faculty and staff and professors that are going through this as well. Absolutely. So, like, every single person in the Taylor community knows someone or they themselves could be affected by the choices that are being made. And also, um, we just had an event called Stand Up For Your Sibling. And it's an event where all of these questions are asked and you stand up for your sibling. And there were two questions and they said, have you exercised to the detriment of your body and have you restricted food um, because of poor body image? And the whole room stood up. Um, So when you have an event like that and have calories on huge screens downstairs, just imagine like, how juxtaposed that is. Right. Um, which it is. Don't imagine it. Like, it's true. Um, so, yeah. My mom and I are going to change the freaking world. And um, this is something that is literally harming so many people. And we need to do something about it, honestly. Yeah. So We're starting here, but we hope that... Um, our fight will impact dining halls everywhere. And And to just, like, help people. Right. Like, help people who are struggling in disordered eating and eating disorders, but also help people be educated. Right. Yeah, that's the whole point. We just want to educate. Like, if we are happy, I would be happy to take a day off of work and come to Taylor University and speak to... Whomever wants, if if the food service would like some education on eating disorders, if administration would like education on eating disorders, um, I would be there in a minute. Word. Yeah. So will I, because I live there. Yeah. Um, we love you guys. We're sorry that this was like so frustrating and kind of negative but it really is something that needs to change right um and you can tell like how much this is affecting us let let alone like so many other people right (sighs) deep breaths (laughs) deep breaths it's a good thing i have therapy on tuesday (laughs) me too I freaking have my dietitian on Monday and she's gonna hear all about this and don't you have therapy this week, too? I have therapy on Wednesday. Yeah. So you're Monday. I'm Tuesday. You're back again on Wednesday. Praise God. Yeah. Okay. Um, we do love you all. And, um, yeah, uh, we just hope that there's something that we can do to get this changed, not only at Taylor University, but other universities where these are their only food choices and these practices are harming very harmful and dangerous. So dangerous. Yeah, I can't even eat there anymore because it's so harmful to me. So, word. Okay. We okay. love you. Peace out. We hope you have a great day. And maybe, like, listen to some cool, fun music. And, like, go on a walk or something. Because I feel like I'm going to do that. Okay, word. We love you. Bye. Bye.